Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the Get With It or Get Lost podcast. Um, this is going to be a quick introductory podcast just to tell the people who I am. I mean, no, I didn't play in the NFL. I didn't play in the NBA, but I know a shitload about both. Um, I honestly know too much about both sports because I don't work for either company or either industry. So it kind of sucks that, you know, I spend so much of my time and effort like watching sport debate videos and watching different, you know, sports things. Like I just love sports, man. I love the concept of it. A lot of my life analogies come from sports. And yeah, man, I just sports, 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 man. I'm just a sports head. Uh, So I just wanted to make a podcast for just a regular dude that didn't really you know, pursue a a broadcasting career when he was a kid and didn't necessarily make it to the pros, but still has a love for the game, man, for all the games. Like, I I have a certain love and respect for every single sport out there because just the concept of sports to me is beautiful, man. So I'm just going to show my love for it and talk about the stuff I like to talk about. Um, It's going to be a little cussing in it because this is how I talk. Um, I'm going to try to keep it as clean as I can. But, uh, yeah, man, let's just jump right into it. Uh, Like I said, my name is Tyrone. Uh, Hopefully I can get some guests on here sooner or later, get some of my friends, some family. I'm going to put my uh, social media handles up, so I want people to DM me. I want people to give me a call. Uh, All that, man. I want to, you know, I want to have my own sports debate podcast, even if I got to debate myself sometimes, so. Let's do it, man. I hope people enjoy us. That's, that's it. So let's get here. Let's get right into it. Let's talk about uh the Dallas Cowboys. So that is my favorite football team. Just to let y'all know, I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. I am a Los Angeles Lakers fan. Um, let's see, college basketball. I like to go. I didn't go to a university. Um, I don't really have any like affinity to one particular university. I'm more of a I root for the guys I root for. So football, of course, I'm a USC guy. Uh, And I didn't even get into college football until I found out who Reggie Bush was. Uh, That's why I'm a USC fan. Obviously, they haven't really done shit. Well, honestly, I haven't watched USC win the national championship ever because the first year I watched college football, um, they lost to Texas. So there you go with that. And then, um, yeah, basically – basketball uh, people are gonna get mad at me for college basketball because i guess i'm a bandwagon guy with duke i just like duke everything about duke is just cool um baseball i'm not really a baseball fan soccer eh, i mean if i had to choose a team i guess it'll be a uh, whatever team neymar jr is currently on psg so oh so First guest, I guess, will be my coworker Max. I don't know if y'all can hear his voice because my mic is like attached to my earphones. But he basically said I don't know shit about soccer, which is true. So let's not even talk about it. Uh, so he's talking about Real Madrid and Juventus. Yeah, wasn't it like 40 feet or something? Yeah, I saw that. He ain't no Zoltan though. Zoltan's the greatest. Yeah, he's the greatest ever. <laughs> but anyway, let's not talk about soccer. This is not a soccer podcast. Back on what I was talking about, um, Dallas Cowboys. That's what I was talking about. So basically, the season that we had last year, I mean, people could say it was a disappointment. And uh, I mean, hey, I'm not going to sit here and 
front and act like I was happy with what happened last year. But at the end of the day, I feel like we lost our starting running back. So it was like, what do you really expect when you lose your starting running back for six games? So if I have to put a blame on the season, productive-wise, production-wise, it'd have to be the offensive line. Zeke not being there because of his suspension. I mean, I guess I can't blame Zeke. I got to blame his, his his accuser, right? But that's a different story. I don't want to get into all that. Um, and I guess the receivers, man, like, for some reason, I don't know if it was Dak or if it was just the receivers, but shit, we looked pretty bad on that side of the football um, last year without Zeke. And with Dez basically not showing up, man, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and rip Dez because I really do like Dez as a person and as a player. I've always been a Dez Bryant fan ever since he was in high school. Um, OK State, I liked him. I like Dez Bryant now. It's just, uh, yeah, man, I mean, it's all about what can you do for me now? I mean, I hate to say it like that because in life it shouldn't work like that. But in football and in sports, it certainly does. So. So, long story short, um, I just feel like Des Bryant has always been productive. Des Bryant has always been, you know, a good receiver when healthy, except for last year. So, I, I don't think you should basically, you know, you know, kill a guy's whole career, basically, because of one unsuccessful season coming off of a injury the year before and having pretty much a new QB, so... We'll see, man. Now, next year, if Des Bryant comes in and doesn't really produce and is on the same shit he was on this year, man, and we got to really talk about, you know, cutting him. I mean, I don't really believe in pay cuts because I don't think that's, like, clinically sane. Like, how can you give some somebody some money and then go and ask for it back? Like, fuck that. You gave it to me. It's mine. So that's just how I feel. But, you know, man, we got to see, man. But everybody keeps saying we didn't really make no moves in the offseason, which is true. We didn't sign anybody. And we let some of our own players go, but we did franchise the Marcus Lawrence, which was cool. I mean, we got we gonna hold on to him for one more year at least. And uh, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, we basically just need to develop our young players because we got some good corners in place that are young. We got some good, uh, we got a good safety in Byron Jones that's getting better every year. Very young still, and um, we'll see what we do in the draft. I mean, yeah, it would have been nice to get our old Thomas or Tyron Matthews, especially Dominic Sue, man. Goddamn, we needed that guy really bad. But um, at the end of the day, we still got young players at all of those positions that can get so much more better, and they only have one or two years under their belt. So, I mean, when you think about it, if you want to spin it in a positive, we're not going to bring in veterans that are going to basically take reps from our young guys that are trying to get better. So, you know, I'm trying to spin it into a positive thing. I mean, we'll touch more on what the Cowboys are doing after the draft because, I mean, right now we've been pretty quiet, but we'll see. We'll see. So just to move on um, real quick, let's talk about the Lakers and the season they've been having and the seasons that they've been having these last couple years. Uh, I mean, look, man, I've been a late Laker fan since – 2000, 2001, about fifth grade, fourth grade, maybe I became a Laker fan only because of Shaq. I was always a big kid, and um, I just love seeing a big, basically 
chunky dude. Just he wasn't really chunky. Shaq was like a big old boulder, but still, like I just wasn't used to seeing a dude that big, that dominant on the court. So that like inspired me. But unfortunately, I never grew to be seven feet tall, so I didn't think about that aspect of it. I just saw how big and wide he was. I didn't think about how tall he was until I obviously <clears throat> peaked out at about six feet. So yeah, but um. Yeah, man, I mean, the Lakers have been pretty shitty these last probably five seasons, I want to say. 2013 was maybe our last kind of, you know, season that had any positivity with it. I mean, it was Kobe's last pretty much playoff push. He tore his Achilles that year. Uh, Dwight Howard's bitch-ass left. Um, and ever since then, man, it's been pretty much a downward spiral. What's it going one second, one second. So to pick up where we left off, um, Dwight Howard basically left the Lakers and uh, Kobe tore his Achilles and never really, well, didn't come back ever the same. Uh, wasn't a never really type of thing. It was facts. Like, he never came back the same. So, yeah, man, it seemed like Mitch Kupchak and Jim Buss decided to just kill the whole franchise. They went out and signed Luol Dane to an $18 million a year contract and gave Timothy Mozgov $16 million a year and drafted Julius Randle, which wasn't that bad of a pig now, but at the time it looked a little, ah. Uh, and then Brandon Ingram, he's starting to pan out now, so that's good. Um, but that was a, I mean, Brandon Ingram was a sure thing, though, to pick at number two. I mean, it was really him or Ben Simmons, like, if we didn't take Ingram, I think somebody else would have took them and we would have regretted it. So I guess we can't be that mad at um, them drafting Ingram. But the D'Angelo Russell pick, um, you know, when we made that pick, I tried to be positive about it and say, okay, cool, we just got us a young, you know, point guard. Like, we got us a 6'5 point guard that can shoot um, and play make. I mean, why wouldn't you want that on your team? So I was happy when we got him uh, based off his college highlights. But after watching his first two years with us, I was it one, was it rookie year? It was two years. No. His rookie year is the year he did the Nick Young stuff. Yeah. And then Brandon Ingram and him played together. So his two years. So, yeah, so his first two years – were okay. I mean, they weren't. And then even now, like, D'Angelo Russell isn't a bad player. He's just not a dude you really want to build your team around. And, I mean, we'll see if Lonzo is going to be that guy. But as of now, he's way more of a building block than uh, D'Angelo is. And basically, the reason why I can say that I'm in, you know, positive spirits with my Lakers now is because of the new regime we have. Uh, it starts with them. I mean, of course, I could talk about the young players we got. I could talk about Kuzma. I could talk about Lonzo. I could talk about Brandon Ingram getting better. I could talk about Randall getting better. Um, but really, it starts with Rob Palenka, Magic Johnson, and Jeannie Buss, man. Because what they've done in one year, to me, is pretty amazing. I mean, I might just be saying that because I'm a Laker fan, but I feel like they got a lot of dead money off of our books. Um, and I feel like they've got us a first-round pick, something we didn't have because um, we traded it away or lost it. Um, and I feel like that draft they had was a hell of a draft. I mean, Josh Hart, 
Thomas Bryant, those two guys are pretty good players. And the places that we drafted them at, you know, the, those guys that get drafted that low don't don't make it really in the league. I mean, you got your exceptions like your Draymond Greens and Isaiah Thomas, but most second round guys, especially two guys you get in the second round that look pretty good and promising, that's it's a hell of a draft. And then I don't even have to mention Kuzma and Lonzo. I mean, Lonzo, you know, people want to say what they want to say about Lonzo, but I'm actually really happy with Lonzo's rookie year. I mean, shooting percentages are bad. I mean, they are what they are. I guarantee that they will get better. I mean, I know I might sound crazy, but people might be like, how can you guarantee that? How can you? You can't tell the future. I can't. But, I mean, come on, man. We've seen this before. We've seen guys come into the league with bad shooting percentages, bad shooting forms, and then eventually – they figure it out. So many guys have come in that can do the other things, but they just can't really find their niche in scoring or they're too skinny to get, you know, what they want. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, they can't drive the way they want to. They, they don't get the foul calls they want. They can't finish the way they want to because they're so young and small and frail, especially dudes like Alonzo. Like, yeah, if you come in with the LeBron James body, you won't have that problem. Or Ben Simmons body, you won't have that problem. But... Lonzo is, is skinny, man. So he got to got to put some more weight on, put, put put on that ball weight, and just keep working, man. Just keep doing what he's doing. I'm very happy with Lonzo. Very happy with Lonzo. And if I'm Lonzo Ball, as long as the Laker fans are happy with me, which I know all of the Laker fans pretty much are, then I wouldn't worry about what other people are saying, especially the media. Oh, um, Kyle Kuzma, I mean, shit. I ain't got to say nothing about him. That dude is is a steal. That dude has that mama mentality straight up. I know it's corny. Hear it. I don't even like hearing when people say that. Look, the mama mentality. Like, what that mean? I'm just serious and I want to play hard and win. Like, the hell? Long story short, though, he got it, man. I'm not sure if my other young guys got it yet. Like, Lonzo and Ingram and them dudes. But Randall, well, even Randall be turning it off sometimes. Maybe he just be tired. I don't know. But Kuzma is a killer. Like Isaiah Thomas or Allen Iverson say, killer. Kyle Kuzma is a straight killer, so I love him, man. I like him, too. And, yeah, man, I mean, we basically traded Timothy Mozgov and D'Angelo Russell for Lopez and um, Kuzma. So with that being said, we took a contract that Mozgov had that had multiple years on it and multiple, you know, years of paying this man over $15 million. We flipped that. It's only having to pay Brooke Lopez $20 million for one year. So Brooke Lopez is off the books next year. So that's why we can sign our two max free agents. So, yeah, man, I mean, look, it's rather Magic, Rob, and Jeannie came in and did an amazing job or Mitch Kupchak, uh Jim Bus, and who's the other guy? I named three names. I said Magic. Well, I guess there I guess there wasn't a president of basketball operations that was real prominent unless Mitch Kupchak had both titles. Yeah. But I think about it, there wasn't a prominent president from the Lakers before Magic was there. I mean I'm sure there was a guy, but I don't I can't think of his name. Only people I knew that were calling shots was the Bush family and Mitch Kupchak. That's it. So now I know there's basically two people calling the shots, but they don't get it. You know, they can't do anything without Jeannie Buss is okay unless Jeannie has that much trust in Magic that he can basically do what he wants and she won't question him. So either way, man, I'm happy with the way they're handling stuff up top. Um, I'm liking the players they're bringing in. I'm liking the money we got freed up. 
I'm just I'm liking the way we played this past season. We improved on the win total by a lot. Um, we'll get that exact number once the season's over. We still got a few more games. Um, I'm loving how Luke Walton is making the guys, you know, work hard, get better, um, and take every game serious, man. Like, that's all that really matters, I feel like, in the NBA and in baseball. Even though I'm not a huge baseball fan, I, you know, watch so much sports center, so much ESPN, I can't help but to you know, hear things about baseball, have little opinions on baseball. But that's one thing I, I always felt like with these two sports and any other sport that has a, a super long, drawn-out season, it's all about taking it game by game and taking every game serious. Because I feel like with an 82-game season, and I think how much baseball has, like 180-something, um, like when you have that many games and you – only take certain games serious, then you might end up with a bad record. But if you come out every single night and try to play hard, most likely you're going to have a good record because I don't think every team is coming out trying to play hard all 82 games. So with that being said, I mean, we improve, man, and we fight. We fight and we compete every night. I can't really think of too many games where the Lakers melded in this year. But last year and the year before, I can name – 20 games where we melded in and just gave up by the second quarter. So that's what I love about this new Lakers regime, man. We're fighters. We're fighters, and we're not going to take, you know, being mediocre. We're not going to be happy with that. So I like it. Um, Yeah, man, I mean, that's really it for the first podcast. I mean, we could touch on Kyrie Irving being out for the rest of the playoffs. That was a crazy thing that came across my ticker. Um we could talk about those Los Angeles Rams and all those freaking moves they made. Golly, they, whew, the Rams are looking like a, a perennial powerhouse all of a sudden. Um, I mean, we could talk about the NFL draft a little more, but I'm going to save that for my next podcast. I don't know if this is going to be a weekly podcast, a daily podcast, but I definitely am going to do it at least every week. Like, that's the least I'm going to do is at least a weekly Um I'm going to try to do more, though, if I can find the time. But, yeah, man, I really enjoy talking about sports. Like, this right here was so fun to me. And I'm literally just standing outside my job just talking about sports. So, yeah, man, I love it. Um, and I hope people enjoy it. And I hope I can get some feedback. I hope I can have some heated sports discussions in the future with people that are listening to me. And, um, yeah, the people that do talk to me on a daily and know that I, you know, have a passion for sports. I mean, you can leave comments saying that this guy really does take it serious, and I really do love it. I mean, yeah, it's just the Get With It or Get Lost podcast, man. So you can rather get with it or you can get lost straight like that. Thank you all for listening, man. Um, Until next time.